Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush, Ben Taylor, and Nate Pass. Yeah. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever and wherever you are listening, watching, and experiencing, welcome to episode 216 of the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Proudly a member of the Believe Podcast Network. Joining me this evening for a legendary episode. Potential is high. Expectations are low. Benjamin Taylor and Kyle Rush. Boys, it's Would You Rather Wednesday, and there will be no Would You Rathers tonight. Me too, bub. Just Here we me go. Too, bub. Me Everybody too, bub. is drinking their drinks, smoking their smokes, and let me just tell you about poking the folks. Oh, poking the folks. Nice. Poking the look at him. He's been into that drink. Pure vodka. Folks, preseason football is here. I don't know if you can gamble on it. You but can. If you can. You should. Pretty dumb, but do it. Get warmed up, <laughs> folks. Go ahead and get warmed up for slapping the first quarter over on the Ravens Bengals. Head on over to Bet Online. Get yourself sharp because NFL football is coming. Playoff baseball is coming. And FedEx Cups and President's Cups are coming. We're all coming. Bet Online. Hey-o. 50% bonus, B-L-E-A-V. Stack 50% on whatever you put in there. Just like Kyle's going to stack the pillows on the couch tonight. <laughs> Bet online where the game starts. Yes. All right. How are we phenom- doing today, fellas? That was a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. That was a phenomenal. That was a phenomenal open. Tell you what, from, from pre-show to now, Ben has yet to complete a sentence. <laughs> Been tough, and the bad part is I haven't even been drinking yet. I've been working all day. The worst part is you're you literally make a living off of completing sentences consecutively in a row. I know, yeah, I've worked multiple hours, but I've been doing it since about 6 a.m. this morning, so maybe that's the problem. We're winding yeah. down, we're winding yeah. down. Oh man, I'm ready to go tonight. We got an awesome. I uh, Nate or actually Ben found this list, I saw it, but I didn't think about doing it for a show. But it's it screams dad bod like this is the dad bod golf pod pod. I mean, it, we should have made this list so. Um, Nate, I'm gonna let you take it over. Uh, let's have some fun tonight. Let's be, let's just, what is, what is a golf douchebag and how we're going to define it tonight. So let's wow. do it. The name of the list that is forthcoming from the fellas tonight is top golf douchebag moves. <laughs> golf yes. is by definition, a, a douchebag centric sport. Yeah. It attracts as many douchebags as any sport on the planet. Per capita, say, for sure. I would say badminton is the lowest. Yeah. Um, and and I've got a special question before we get to the list. And, I think and disc then, golf may be a tad higher, but yeah. Pickle, pickleball is working its way up from the people I've seen. Yes. <laughs> but see, you disc golf has, has hippie have, douche, which is, yeah. which is even worse than it is. They ask you your income when you play pickleball, and if yeah. it's below a certain level, they actually don't allow you. <laughs> they they yeah they they injure your ACL. They do, so you they, do they do that with golf too, but they do it at the checkout counter. Yes, <laughs> but hey, look, we digress. They send you Consider- to places that don't have tee times. Right, get in line. Uh, golfnow.com. Send the check. Send the check. Ben is current. If you're not watching on YouTube, which you always should, unless you're driving, in which case you still should. Just you know, one eye. It. 
Ben has got his hat backwards. So let me ask you before speaking of douchebags and before we get into this list, Thanks, what is Nate. where gracious? Where is the age where you cross the line of of all of a sudden like wearing your hat backwards? Like, okay, he's a college kid, he's wearing his hat backwards in high school, whatever. What age do you cross the line? And you're like, dude, stop, turn it around, <laughs> turn it around. Because Ben, how old are you? I'm not saying that. <laughs> ben, no, I, don't mind. Age... I don't mind. I don't mind. I'm 45. Okay, yeah. so you crossed that line like when I was born. Um, yeah. But where where is that line? I'm just curious. I mean, I love your look, Ben. I love what you got. No, it's on. funny. As I ask you guys, should I turn around? Because I never wear my hat backwards. As a matter of fact, my wife gets like 45. My wife gets on to me because not only this is a douchebag move too. I usually wear my hat like Kyle at all times, even inside, which she doesn't like, and. Even when I'm any shirt I'm wearing, it doesn't even matter if I'm wearing like gym shorts. I tuck it in, and she's oh, like, "You don't have to tuck so your shirt." That's so forty-five. Yeah, it that is. is, is it is. And I have done that since before we had kids. Like when what we got about married, the like Sunday in, dress socks, walking out. In, in I don't do that. Socks. I don't. All I wear is like no-show socks. So that's not a that's not a thing. <laughs> but I do wear a lot of flip flops. Like she doesn't like the flip flops. I wear a lot of flip flops. So that's, I guess that's a dad thing. I'm I, grew up sandals, with a, I grew up with a dad who tucked his T-shirt into his sweatpants to go to Chick-fil-A on Saturday morning. Yes. my And I think that's because your dad is military. And when my dad be a military, like every time I left the house, he's like, you got to tuck your shirt in. I grew up with a dad that tucked his undershirt that went under his button down into his whitey tidies. <laughs> into his so whitey tidies. How about yes. that? Good for him. I'm so proud that? of him. Keep the then he doesn't come untucked. That's a phenomenal way of doing it. And it works out. It's kind of like Spanx. It just sucks it all in. You yes. know, if you tuck it in there real good, it just sucks it all in. That it does. Awesome. Man, Spanx. <laughs> all right, awesome. let's get into this list, Manx, because it's a good one. Good off douchebag moves. There's ten of them. We're gonna move right through them at whatever pace we feel so led. Ben will have stories. <laughs> Kyle will have hot takes that are most likely trash, and I'll be providing <laughs> peanut gallery throughout. We may only make it through five. This may be a yeah. to be continued. This may, we'll this, yeah, we, this may turn out to be an hour this and a half. This list show. is great, by the way. Number one, douchebag move in golf. Club twirling after bombing a drive. Mm. I have no issues with this. I have absolutely zero. I have negative issues with this move. Mine all <laughs> mine all depends on like what you've been it what you've been doing throughout that round. Like Jordan Speed, Jordan Speed club twirls every shot. You know what I mean? Like yeah. for whatever, it's like a natural reaction. But like, if you just made a quad and then you get up and you rip one down the middle and you do a little, you know, an excessive twirl, like just too much for me. That's a little bit of right. that's a little bit of a douchey move. I don't is know. this this is, is it the amount of beers involved anything on this? Because I think the guys that get a little more wasted start twirling a little bit more and stuff like that. I don't really know anybody that just really twirls the, and the, the, you do have to bomb it oh like, i i do i do nate but i don't mac dab middle of the fair this is what's worse okay a club tour <laughs> or this one because this is ben right here okay i love it this is ben that's effing kill right there <laughs> like he'll say it when it's like barely off the barely off the uh barely off the club face he'll bend down pick up the tee and as he's been down and pick up the tee that's effing crushed no it's that's it's no it's it's you killer. you remember you no, say? That hammered smoked. hammered that was it's hammered. hammered that's effing hammered that's yeah. hammered <laughs> but the thing is, is but, now the thi- this- but now my buddy john tells me who plays a lot with us um he tells me and i don't even realize i do that he says i talk about every damn shot no oh. he said basically yes. every time i hit yes. the ball i say something about it 
Yes. Yeah, you, you have some. You, you have a saying. You do have. What's like a bigger? A, what's a bigger douchebag move? What's a bigger douchebag move? A club twirl or bending down and picking up the tee and not watching it? That's it. That's an alpha move. That's not. That's an alpha bag. move. That's like. It's not or when you're at all. or when or when you're my age, you do that because you can't see the ball anymore anyway. So don't like, <laughs> I will say, and I'm going to call him out. I don't know if he listens. I know he follows us on Instagram. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to go call out. Uh, Joseph McAdory used to be a car guy at AU Club. Mm. He'll go, he'll go club twirl on the range video, and it grinds my gears, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he'll hit like a seven iron on the range and club twirl, and I'm like, brother, I know you just piped it 170 with a slight fade, but I mean, you're on the range. Come on, dude, Let's tighten up. That's funny. He was at the, he was, at, he was played in front of us the other day. Yeah, yeah. He, know, right. he's a, he's a good dude. He's a really good golfer. He won a lot of. Uh, Golf yeah. Channel Amateur Tour events. Um, Swanee's guy. Love Swanee's. Yeah, big yeah. Swanee's guy. Yeah, one of our Sw- he, had your, he had your Swanee shirt on, Nate, the flowery one. Fellow Swanger. Yeah. Uh, works out at RTJ now. But anyway, yeah. Is there anything know. else to say about number one? No, because I'm like you. I don't I don't guess I play with anybody that just does it. I tell you what, lot. though. If you make a birdie and then you go on to the next tee box and you smoke and it and you have so far avoided the post-birdie F-up, twirl that bit twirl yeah. it yeah. but you better pipe it like you better yeah. not just hit like a little fairway finder buttercup like a little squeezer out there and then yeah. just spin it like it's got to be 300 uh, anything under like a forced carry that you just anything under 300 if you club twirl you should get punched in the face if true <laughs> faults that's fair <laughs> if everybody else is laying up like they don't think they can carry a certain thing and you carry said thing twirl it baby twirl it yep i'm with you i'm with you all, all right. right number two Any, well, but that's anything? a t-box club twirl i'll do it to make T-box. fun of guys if i hit it closer to them with a wedge i'll twirl just to piss them off yeah, we'll get to the wedges <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> walking walking in a putt this this is infuriating mm. and to watch and and it's risky because i would say top five like no nose is walking in a butt that doesn't and then doesn't go in. Yeah. Mm. Again, well, I don't really have anybody that does this. Fate. You do it, Ben. I know I do it. <laughs> I've but done I don't, it. I don't. But I don't. I've I don't give it. a shit what you think about it. I. I, I don't. I've usually... done it, but mine are only on like like an emotion. It's like it's kind of like an emotional mine moment. Too. Emotional moment in a bet, like you make a big putt or whatever I, that's really the only time i'll do it which i guess is probably pretty douchey in and of itself but um, don't get kyle in a moment he will turn yes he's uh he's, he's he's got a little alpha side to him that he likes to show every now and then uh, oh, don't I, go in no. <laughs> <laughs> i took that from you no, i do like that i, I like that. am i do i do i walk in when i'm missing him though uh i've never i don't know i don't ever i don't really do that like i there's a guy that we that we that i play with and he walks in every damn putt (laughs) sorry what no i'm not laughing you keep going (laughs) uh he he walks in every putt regardless if it's even gonna hit the hole or not that's what i'm like what are you doing (laughs) that's awful maybe he's just a fast player i don't know I, I guess I, i maybe i i think he just he's seen it on television once and he just thinks it's fabulous what oh, the hell did I miss? Yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We'll talk about it later. So, so uh, I will ah, say there's nothing well, that takes the wind out of your sails more than somebody walking in a putt on you. Yeah. That, that I'll, yes. 
there and there's nothing that can put wind back in your sails when they try to walk in and miss it. You have you have yes. walked a putt in on me before to win the hole and it just fired my ass up. <laughs> if you walk it in, you have to be dead silent. Like you have to walk it in, he get did. the ball in the hole, and I don't walk to the cart as if you're playing by yourself. He did what here's Kyle's thing. He walks it in, he goes, he picks it out of the hole. After he picks it out of the hole, he's walking towards the cart. He walks right by the flag if we've taken that out. And he's like talking to say, he's like, let's have it go. Like he, he talks to us, <laughs> he's pumping himself up. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big okay, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> I went where to I, the wrong Mexican place. Where I was three episodes, Bob. <laughs> Oh, no, watch the pain is what's the best. All right, so where do we go from that? Is there anything else to We're add? Going down to, to number 10. Any- <laughs> <laughs> that bug got bad. I was drunk. <laughs> I could honestly sit this next one out and probably be back before we get to number five. <laughs> All right. I might have to do that. <laughs> if you kidding. take a break, that's fine. We'll go. I'll I'll, I'll take it from here. All right. This, so, make, yeah, okay, this, make, look, this makes for even better this, radio. This is awesome. Just go as slow as you can on number four. I'm definitely calling you out, though. <laughs> He should have muted his mic. I hope we don't hear him. This is a first for the Dadbot Golf Pod. We have a mid-show shit. <laughs> Let me just tell you. I think I told you that I told you guys this after the show. Do you remember this? After the show was like three episodes ago. I told y'all I was like, I was about to start screaming at y'all to hurry up because I was really about to shit my pants. <sighs> oh, the pain on his face. I felt it every 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 for every second. All right. So let's go to number three, Ben. Using a rangefinder on a par four tee box. Have you ever experienced that? Me, no, because I don't hit it far enough. I have, but like playing with you, I've forgotten the name of the hole, Kyle, because it's your home course. But there's that, yeah, that's drivable for you. Yeah. I have zero issue if the guy you're playing with can drive the par four. I'm okay with him using a range finder. It's the guys like me. That hit it 240 to 250 off the tee, 265 if you catch it good. And they're up there and they're like, I wonder how far it is to the front of the green. I'm like, get back in the car. Hit driver and, and get in the car. Yes. Don't you even like, pull it out. Yeah, you're not getting I can, hit whatever you want. If you want to pull it out on a par four and you're looking to see where a bunker is, like on our scan mode on blue. Scan teams, mode, yeah. Totally fine with that. But if you're shooting the green on a par four and you're my caliber of golfer that's hitting it 260 max, get your ass back and get your driver and get up there and hit it. Like, stop. I've I've done this one time. I've done this one time, and it was at RTJ, the Lynx course. I think it's number four. Is it number four where it, like, hooks around? Yes, yes, that is number four. And if you play from – if it's a a certain tee box, you can sort of cut the corner. If it's and the it's, whites, you can get there. It's only about a uh, 275 carry or something like that. See, I have zero it. reason to shoot it on that. You say, all right, let's just take RTJ for instance. When they've got the whites moved up on one on the lake course, you can you can shoot it because you can get there. When they've got the whites moved up on two, you can get to the front of the green. I've seen guys get to the front of the green when they got it moved up. When they get it moved up on five, you can get there. Uh, that's really that's really about it as far as the as as those go. There number eleven on the back, you could possibly get there because I've seen that happen with big hitters before. But as I said, you have to be able to hit it, carry it two ninety plus in order to, to justify that. pulling a rangefinder out on a par four. 
if you're a guy that's smoking at 230 with your with your driver and you grab your rangefinder, I'm gonna fight you like that. That's carnage. Sorry. <laughs> uh here here's the thing. Here's the thing. All right. You can look at the distance on the card. Okay. Mm-hmm. On a par four, really, I, I spe- unless it's a forced carry where you can cut a corner and it's somewhere you never played before. Most of the time, drivable par fours are just going to be sort of straight ahead par fours. You can the car the marker is going to be on the tee box. The marker is going to be on the card. It's going to be on the sign the the post sign that tells you what 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 the yes. hole is and what the yardage is. Uh, if you're shooting the pin, if you're shooting the pin, <laughs> he looks kind of relieved. Dude, I'm sweating. If you're shooting the pin, you're I mean, yeah, you're, you're basically it's it's kind of a kind of a douchey move. All right. Let's move on to number four. Nate, hit number four after you already hit number two. <laughs> that was not it could have been a number two, three. I don't, I don't know. What did you guys do using a range finder? Or par range finder, and we basically said you're a douche if you do it because if you're a long hitter like Kyle, the yardages are written all around you. You should be able to just use it. And if you're a short hitter like me, you've got no business ever pulling a range finder out on a par four. All right, number four. End of story. <laughs> Right, being unsatisfied with an approach shot that is three feet from the pin. Now, this generally comes from like if you're on like you're on like a hot streak, you've had maybe a couple birdies in a row, and you've got a short wedge shot, and you hit it three feet, and you're like, oh, I kind of pulled that, kind of kind of left it out to the right. Oh, where's the kick? Where's the bite? Yeah. That's top no tier. spin. You didn't spin. Yeah, top tier, tier douchebag move. It's just it. What nobody if? thinks is cool. I think they should have extended the distance three feet. I haven't ever heard too many people do three feet. I still think that if it's like within seven, to, within seven to ten feet, yeah, it's like they even say pro golfers don't go directly at the pin every shot. So when you do that, you know you clearly, you know, what's the old saying? You can't hit it green the size of Texas, and you finally hit one within three feet. Shut your mouth. Don't say yeah. anything. What if you hit a? It's a miss hit. I've seen that too. Like a no, miss hit that, that just hit, works out. Yeah, where I've hit the wrong. But yeah, but I even playing one like you guys, most of y'all, when you've done that, where you basically you've clubbed up, you miss hit it, and the ball turns out fine, and you're like, oh, thank goodness, like I got away with that. Like you, it's more of a, I got away with it. Not oh man, what's what's the deal? Like what you know, y'all haven't complained so Hideki, about it. So like Hideki type stuff is what I was kind of what yeah. I'm talking about. In That's, the same vein, he's an anomaly. <laughs> being being upset that a chip shot doesn't go in i i don't like that oh I, yeah that's a good one that's a that very was, similar that's a very right. similar thing a very, even if it's an easy chip shot and lip it out you're like oh. or extremely low percentage shot that you get mm-hmm. really close and doesn't go in and you like throw a club or you're like come on can i get one break today or something or like you that. punch it out of the woods and it comes up to the front fringe and you're like are you kidding me like yeah, I didn't get all so weak, dude. So weak. <laughs> Those are good. Those are all good. Golly, we're, we're so good at this. Anyway, <laughs> go on to number five. Number really five, good. saying that you pulled or pushed your drive even though it's in the fairway. That douche. Is a yeah. douche move. Pretty, yeah, there's no way around that one. If you hit a fairway, just don't even talk. Just get right. – you're in. You're good. Don't even talk. Dude, you know, just, that is oh, my douche. gosh, I just pushed the shit out of that, dude. I, just been I mean, I missed my target by, like, uh, 15, 20 dude, yards. It's not even a good angle, dude. I'm short-sighted, dude. That's the one that gets me. Yes. 
That's the one. It's like not I saw the, that pin when we were coming in, dude. I saw the pin yeah. from the road, and I was turning on the left side because it pins on the right, Ed. When we yeah, were, when we drove to one, I looked at seventeen. I saw where it was. I knew better than to do that. I knew to be right center and not left edge of the fairway. Like I, I just knew. and like you guys know, I play a fade. So like I'm trying to cut one in there. <laughs> That's such a douche. That is such a. I feel like I know who you're talking about. There. <laughs> when you're, t- I know that person, but anyway. Yeah, big time, big time douche move if if you do that. Uh, let me tell you something that is not a douche move. Uh, anytime you can actually probably do a lot of these things on the list, but if you're wearing swannies, nobody cares. You know, nobody wait, wait. cares because you look so good and you look so fresh that they don't even care that you're just douching it up at all. Period. Uh, use coupon code. That you get a douche pass if you wear swannies. I got the uh, uh, swannies polo on tonight. Uh, it's called the half polo. I think this is a classic. <laughs> classic. I don't even know if you can get it anymore. Uh, use coupon code DabbyGolfPod dash twenty five. You have your time is running out on getting the subscription box, the quarterly subscription box. You get it four times a year. Uh, seasonal pieces that you need to have because we're dudes. We don't order seasonally. We order based off of how we feel at the time that we buy something. We're like, hey, you know what? It's cold outside. I need some long sleeve shorts. I need some long sleeve shirts. So I, then I go buy long sleeve shirts. This gets you ready ahead of time. You're ready. You, you got your seasonal stuff ready ahead of time. Uh, use your. You can use your coupon code on it and save hugely. It's like $150 value. You get it after your coupon. Huge. Hugely. You get it for like $64 shipped to your house. It's absolutely the best deal on the internet. I just uh, shit my pants. <laughs> I just uh, shit my bed. <laughs> You're going to love it. They got new polos, new hats, new everything. The Check them out. Swannies.co.com.co. Use our coupon. Save 25% off from now until the sun expands to the point that we burn up and the world's over. You can Goodness use it gracious, that, long, that, that long. That is bad. What uh, is, what is going on? Where fashion starts. All right, I've Nate, my number six poopy pants. My beautiful, very pregnant wife is being so sweet and restocking all the bathrooms with toilet paper. And she just, <laughs> just walked right in. <laughs> Bless okay. her. Uh, welcome welcome to marriage number six past morning sickness saying (laughs) hit that off the toe after a 330 yard drive kyle rush i've never said that (laughs) i've never said that uh now kyle will be like that's not going anywhere and he's 15 yards past both of us i brought him up earlier and i shouldn't do this because john's like the nicest guy ever like kyle's played golf with him before john john is like a super nice guy he does that a lot when he outdrives me and Bobby. He will, and he's not doing it in a joking manner. He'll be like, "I healed it a little bit, or I, I caught it off the toe, or I drop kicked it." And it's like, "Dude, you flushed that! Like, shut up! Like, that's not that's not the yep. case." <laughs> we're, like, we're not going to hit it in the grooves like every single time, and you're yeah. still getting it out there. Come on! Like he, oh, I mean, because you've seen how far Bobby hits it, and I mean, he's out there. He's out there with you, and like John will hit it past. He's like, "I, I mean, it could have been better. I mean, I towed it." It's like, stop. Now, the frustrating <laughs> thing is, on the flip side of this, is if you do play with somebody, and it's, this, it's not a douchebag move on their part, but if you play with somebody who's not very good uh, and you hit, like, just the most mediocre drive, but it's kind of straight and it's kind of up in there, and they're like, 
dude, how do you do that? I'm like, how do I just drop kick, miss hit a 190 yard drive? I don't, I don't know. Like, it's frustrating. It's not douchebag yeah. on anybody's part, but it's like, well, like, oh man, if I could just hit half that guy, I'd be happy. Or like, whenever they say good shot and you don't necessarily think it's that good of a shot yeah. yourself, that's very frustrating. You're like, does that make you a douchebag though? Or that makes you, no. That makes you a douchebag. I think it makes you a douchebag. It makes you. A, it it, <laughs> it makes sense. It makes them a douchebag on a putt when they say good putt and, they, and then they go oh and it's like you know what stop or like yeah. like you hit like good shot man and you miss the green like yeah I missed the green like it was still a good shot like that wasn't <laughs> okay <laughs> I don't know that's teetering on the line of you, you know what you both can be douchebags at that point all right. <laughs> Let's just Here's, throw it out there. Yeah, right. okay. Double doucher. A double doucher. Oh, nice. For the okay. really stinky one. Go all right, go ahead. Number seven. Ah, this is a long good one. White pants when playing in the heat, as if you're on. The that heat. is, I know. And what's funny is, I'm not going to say a name, but I know a guy, and he's actually been on this podcast that's that did that. It does that at like uh, four ball tournaments. And like we yeah, we had Who is it. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying his name. He's a good friend of mine, but he he did do this for a while. It was but I'll say this. He was trying to be on mini tour, like he was gonna be on and he's a really good golfer. Like he probably won the tournament that he wore white pants in, but like it was just like, come on, bro, it's ninety eight degrees and we're in a podunk town in South Alabama. Like, come on, don't wear white pants. Like just yeah. wear, just wear shorts. Cause so like Anytime you talked about him, you called him white pants. You know what I mean? So oh, I, I, I know that I, I, that yes, yes, this is Nate, a big one. Nate and I, especially Nate, are never going to fall in this. I hate wearing pants, period. Like, yeah, I, ask I, you this. I, would, I would love to wear shorts year round. What if you're really freaking good? I still would does, does hate it wearing negate, pants. Does That's it got nothing to do with or no, no. Because if you ask no, the guys because, on tour, they gonna, they want to wear shorts at any possible opportunity yeah even if you're really good like all those guys when they cleared it where they could do their practice rounds and shorts everyone i'm like sweet like every one of them did it so here's my thing is these I, are pro golfers in the winter time when the weather dictates it i i like golf pants it's a fun style thing yeah. you know it's it's fun but you will not if i even think that i the first few holes i'll be uncomfortable and then it'll get better i'll wear shorts like I better know that it's not going to basically get above 55 all day if I'm going to wear pants. Yes. You know? Yeah. Joggers, but, pants, whatever. But never white pants. Shout, shout out, I, Primo. The joggers to play are golf a game for me. To I play golf in? Nah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't wear nope. I won't wear white pants before or after Labor Day. Oh, I will. Whatever that rule is. Those are good. Those are good work pants. <laughs> um, I will say uh, – I, I, I like ketchup too much to wear anything white. Yeah, I, I like said, sauce in general too much. Yeah, I said it. Uh, Non-white ones. As, as Shout out Primo. The joggers are a game changer. I'm, I'm a huge fan. What if they had white joggers? They do. Blaine they has do. them. Mm-hmm. I just. But he's a tour player. Anything yeah. that you get on them, like your grass, sand, the little black marks that you get from the cart steering wheel, <laughs> or like when you put your keys in your pocket and it gets those yeah. little lines, yeah, that yeah. pisses me off. Bad. Oh, that'll fire you up, Ed. Shout out Gainwood Bleach. Works out great. We got fi- to fix that. We got to end <laughs> the black lines when you put your keys in your pocket yeah. on golf shorts. When they get a little moisture on the little the key rings, it just rubs right off on your pants and it pisses me off. So, come on, it's 2022. Let's figure this out. 
All right, move on to the next one. Number eight. Number eight, asking someone what their handicap is within three three minutes of meeting them. This is a great one because let me tell you the two things that happen that both of them are make you very douchey is a, your handicap is way lower than theirs because you ask them theirs. They're automatically going to ask you back. Right. Yeah. So you're like, yeah, what's your handicap? And they're like, I'm uh, like a 16, 16.3. And you're like, Oh, I'm a six. You're, you're a douchebag now. You yeah. just by default of being a decent ass golfer, you're a douchebag. You know, something that I learned and the only, I, I don't know that I've ever really been in a situation where I can't really think how many times like I've met a new person and they've asked me what my handicap is until I met professional golfers. When I caddied, every freaking one of them within, cap, bro. within like two seconds of meeting you, it's like, so what's your handicap out here? Or what's your handicap? What's the best round you ever shot? Like it's that's the first questions that that was asked. Swear to God, way to ask that question. So what's your cap? What's your cap? What's your cap, bro? Don't say cap. Um, we're like I'm actually wearing a Titleist Ropat Retro Forty Seven, sir. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I'm a four point three. So I don't know if Kyle remembers this. One of the very first times that Kyle invited me to go play golf. The group that I had to play with. Now, granted, this was for gambling reasons, so I didn't think they were douches for doing this. I didn't even know their names, and they wanted to know my handicap. Okay, well, that's different. You're playing golf, <laughs> I mean, playing golf though. Playing like, golf. if we're at, like at like getting a Taco Tuesday, and you're like, "Oh, you play golf? Oh, cool. What's your handicap?" Your handicap that's do that that that's kind of a douche move, in my opinion. But then it's the not- other annoying thing is like. Oh, you're probably like a scratch, right? Oh, are you like a scratch fit? Oh, yeah. Did you play golf in Auburn? Oh. <laughs> I worked in the card barn, dude. No. Oh. Hey, here's a, here's a question. When someone asks you, here's a, this is what I, I kind of think is a douche move, too. If someone asks you what your index is and you give them the decimal, yeah, I think yeah. that's a pretty douche. Yep. Yeah. Uh, 5.3 <laughs> trending at a 4.9 after my 74 today. <laughs> trending. Yeah, if you there. ever say trending to answer that question, then just buzz all the way off. Dude. Because it used to only recent, because it only used to update on the 15th and the 1st. So it would say trending yeah, for trending. a while. Yeah. Yeah. So your shit wouldn't be updated sometimes when people would ask you. Like it's trending at four eight, but I don't update till Tuesday. <laughs> That's the question that should be asked. If somebody puts trending in their in, or, in, in their response, or why is it that people cannot cannot acknowledge their handicap? Be like, I'm a six seven. But I'm playing more like a nine right now. Just, like it just ended after what you're saying. Yes. Say like, like oh, I'm not playing with that. Like, I'm not carrying that right now. <laughs> Just say, yeah, like, if somebody, first of all, don't, don't round, like, do you, do you round up? Like, what do you do? If it's like, so do you round up if it's a 6.8 or do you just say six or do you say a seven? What do seven. you do? Seven? No, I, yeah, if it's like six, eight, I'm saying seven. Okay. So look, here's the thing. Don't use decimals. Use the use the rounding technique that we've used yeah. since the beginning of math. So yep. if it's a six point five or above, just go ahead and say seven. And if it's six point four, just go ahead and say six. That and just and just be don't give decimals. And I told if, I I told you that story about the guy that got on to me that yeah, ended you up canceling the bet. 
Yep. Because I was he a called kid. The, he called and asked your decimal, yeah. And I was like a 9-2. Uh, nah. Yeah, I remember that. And I'm like a 9-2, and he's like, you're 9-2. I'm like, 10, 9-2, whatever. Here's your stroke back. You're getting your ass beat. I don't care. Ben's going to round up regardless. So yeah. just go ahead and get ready. Why not? We're going to round Ben's up. Ben's like, well, I'm a 4, 7, and up to an 8. I tell you what bothers me. You're talking of about course, rounding handicap. up. handicap. I've been stuck on an 8 for like the last three weeks. Like, it will not move. I bet. Like, flat. Or like if like like they're trying to get strokes immediately. Everybody's always when you ask them their handicap if you're at a party, they're immediately like, "Okay, how can I get strokes?" It's like, "Well, my home course, I'm like a four seven, but I'm like an eight anywhere else." <laughs> that's actually a true statement. Wait, what tees are you talking about? Because like from the tips, from the tips, I'm like, if we play the greens, like yeah, I'm probably like a three. That's actually just say just say the number. Just look at open your app and say the number without decimals. That's Don't all you open do. the app. There's someone to ask your handicap, and you have to open. You know the app. that's true. That's another good. You know it, but I, I mean, I'm I just, just always say like I'm around a five. If I'm anywhere between a four and a six, which I've been for the last three years, it's like I'm right around a five. Unless yeah, we're maybe. like, unless we're gambling, unless we're sitting on a tee box and we need to hash it out. Yeah, I'm around a five. Yeah, perfect. I think that's perfect. I think around that's five. Fine. I think, I think everybody I'm accepts five. that you can break eighty as long as you. Yeah, I don't. I'll say around. Yeah. I'll say. I'll say eight or nine, which is usually true. Yeah, eight or nine. Um, however, no you're decimals. Right. You're you're right, Nate. When they say that um, I'm like I'm like a four or five, but I'm like a nine everywhere else. I hate to throw them under the bus here because we have some guys that listen to us. Don't don't just don't. You've already said this joke like a hundred times. We know the saga had you handicapped. We get it. Okay, you don't Kyle have to say it, it anymore. Everybody be mad at Kyle. <laughs> Kyle said it. You have to say it. And there's some <laughs> of the best golfers in the in the in the uh, county or play golf there. So anyway, yeah, yeah you right. called one of them out for barometric pressure. Last yeah, week. I did barometric pressure on his rangefinder. That's pretty funny. Anyway. All right. Number nine. Is it number okay. eight or number nine? It's number nine. And I'm and right after I read this, I've got a great quote for you guys. Okay. Complaining that your approach shots are getting too much backspin. So this guy comes up, you. this guy comes up to Lee Trevino and he's like, Hey, how do you make your seven iron spin backwards? I got to know. And Lee Trevino is like, how far do you hit your seven iron? The guy's like, about 150. He said, why the – would you want your seven iron to spin backwards? Spin back. <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> Kick that bitch forward. You know? yeah. yeah. All right, so here's my story, okay? I'm guilty of this, okay, but under conditions. All right, I went to a bachelor party in Missouri. We went to a Cedar, uh, Big Cedar Lodge. We played one of those courses, and I didn't take my clubs. And one of the guys that was a – that played in the group was a club fitter. His name's Ryan Fisher. He's uh, in Brand, uh, somewhere in Missouri, Springfield, Missouri. I can't, I'll think of his, I'll think of his stories. Awesome club fitter, awesome club fitter, awesome store. He basically just texts my buddy that's getting married and is like, Hey, what does Kyle typically play? Or what are his specs? What is his, whatever. How, he asked me for like my height, weight, and everything. And he built me a set. And it was like these Callaway Apex Pros and all this kind of stuff. Anyway. We played um, a course that had bent grass greens, and they were not even particularly fast. I don't really know what it was, but for whatever reason, I was absolutely ripping the GD face off the ball, okay? <laughs> like nine irons. Like I was hitting nine, and I don't spin the ball that much. And, and, it, and, and it may be my clubs now. I don't, I don't know. But I was literally like it would be a, a par three, and it got to the point where I was having to throw the ball way past the pin 
with like a nine iron and rip it back off the and I, and I kept going I kept throwing my hands off I was like son of a bitch like I don't know what to do I don't know what to do like I keep ripping it off the green oh. that's and, a different story though you played with clubs you'd never played with no pe- people who like act like they don't know how to yeah. change this very very talented very yeah like skill but like, dude I just I hit it so far dude I just I'm trying to trail it back like, I, but legitimately, legitimately, I would hit a nine iron and flush it with these irons that were just like, it's like they're, I should have bought them from him. They're, it's like they were built for, for me. I would hit it, fly it like five were. yards past yep. the pin and just absolutely rip the face off of it coming back down and, and rip it off the green. And I was like, I, I, I don't know what else to do. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm throwing my, and I know, and now that I think about it, I look at this list, I'm like, wow, what a douchey thing. Well, and like if, if you like hand those clubs back to him, but like, dude, these are just too spinny. Like there's a, I just they're too I mean, spinny. I just spin it. I just rip the face off of it. I can't even. I mean, I just spin it so hard. In no, the same, I'm totally guilty of that. That one. That one instance. In that same vein, if you go up, especially if it's a wet shot, and you go up to the green and you see your divot and your ball's like three or four feet behind it, and you'll be like, oh, dude, I ripped that thing back there. <laughs> I spun this back. I spun it back eight feet, but it's like well, I do, it's just a little pro suck back. That's what my dad calls it. Pro suck back. Pro suck. <laughs> he'll Are go you... up to the green and he'll have the divot and he'll have the ball like four feet behind. He's like a little pro suck back on that can you one. Believe, can you believe I ripped this back ten feet downhill? Those are the best things. I was gonna say, <clears throat> what's more douchey? What <clears throat> what the scenario is where it says, you know, they're complaining about ripping back or the guy that never backs it up and every single wedge shot he hits, he's like, come on, come back, come back, come back, come back, come back up, back up. And Dude, it takes like three bounces forward and then rolls out. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, I lost not- my groove sharpener. Like I used to sharpen my grooves like every week before I played. I, just, <laughs> I need new wedges. Yeah. That's the only time I've ever done it though. And I, I honestly, I, it was, it was, it was a, very very what's it called when like sincere it was a sincere like i don't know what's happening like this never happens and like i'm doing it uh uh the name of the store grips golf and club repair springfield missouri shout out ryan fisher awesome shout out ryan send the check ryan do you think he like put like vaseline on your clubs before i don't know whatever he did like i I was just absolutely striping the ball and ripping it just ripping the the dimples off of it it was just the dog's not just Absolutely. Never Love done it. it since. Never done it since. All right, hit the last one, Nate. Did you hit not like one. it a little bit, though? I mean, that's it was kind of cool. You, that's kind of stuff you see on television. It was kind of cool and then frustrating, honestly. Yeah. It really did get frustrating because I was flying my numbers because I don't spin it. So I was flying my numbers, but you fly your numbers, and then it just absolutely rips off the green. Now you got to chip, get up and down for par. It's, it was, it was frustrating. <laughs> I played golf with somebody who I've never never played with before on Sunday afternoon, my insurance agent, and – um and I hit a nine iron, just normal flight for me, which is low. It's lower than any other nine iron that you see anybody hit. And um, and he's like, dude, a little punch shot. I like that. I like a little punch shot, dude. A little flighted. And I was like, no, that was <laughs> flighted, which is no, I got is, under that one. That's right. a, yeah, that's a douche term. But uh, but anyway, you're here over there. Hit my window. Hit he's my like, window. he's like, yeah, a wide open approach with no wind, and you hit a punch shot nine iron, like. Okay, cool. Yeah, look at you. Show off. Oh, man. All right, hit, All the, right. hit the last one. Last one is uh, saying this is a birdie hole frequently. <laughs> I oh, laughed. I birdie laughed. hole. 
We're coming up on it. Or just being like so pissed off when you par par five, like you're just absolutely you're like obligated to birdie, birdie. every single par five. But like, dude, gave one back to the field there. Oh, Playing two gosh. and two. Your buddy's like, oh, I gave one back. Gave yeah, one back you like two putted for par, like stress free, tap in on a par yes. five, and you're like, God, you just you're just throwing your hat. And you're mad because you made par. Uh, for whatever reason, you don't do this, Nate, but for, for whatever reason, I feel like you wrote this one the way it reads. I don't know why. It's just really, yeah. it's really funny. I, I thought, I actually thought the exact same thing when I read the list. I was like, <laughs> did Nate, Nate, Nate write this, this list? Yeah, out, Nate, Nate wrote this list. He, he got, he got some help with this list, but he wrote this list. Uh, this Pretty one in me. particular, you're right. This does stick out as like a Nateism. The, the best is when somebody says something and you're playing with Nate and the look on Nate's face before you actually talk. Like you can tell when you're about to get worked up and about. <laughs> it's like, it's one of those deals where somebody says something stupid. I immediately look over and look at you at Nate's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, let me check out Nate's demeanor right now. So I can okay. See here's the thing. Here's the thing. I mean, our, our, can you call a par four a birdie hole? Is there any par four that qualifies as a birdie hole? Like Very ever? short par fours, I would say, somebody could say is a birdie. Because, as I said, going back to the one where you hit, like, with your length, you can be up there around the damn green, so you literally should have got to get up and down for birdie. Okay. Here's a here's a here's an uber douchebag move. For me, for me and Nate, no. There are no drivable par fours for the two of us with as low as we hit it. Hey, I went greenside bunker on number four at Moore's Mill, the downhill par four. Yeah. Greenside yeah. bunker, laid that puppy up to about two feet. See? That was a birdie hole, Nate. Yep. That was a birdie hole. So this is like an <laughs> ultimate douchebag move, is especially if you are telling somebody about a course. But, oh, have you ever played, you know, Union Springs? But like, no, is it nice? And they feel the need to, like, start explaining it to you. It's like, okay, I've never been out here. And so then someone's like, yeah, number one, oh, birdie hole. Oh, number four, yeah, birdie hole. Like, you've never seen this course. You've never heard of it. Oh, number seven. Number seven's tough. Tough. It's good par. Always yeah, happy with par. You're happy with par. You go to number eight, you're happy. And, uh, oh, dude, 11. I'm pissed if I don't birdie 11. <laughs> I am, like, I, like, didn't birdie one time. I almost gave up the game. Oh, yeah. I know, uh, I know what you're talking yeah. about. You, and then you have no idea what you're talking about. Like, you right. Know, and then, you know the rock hole on 15? Dude. <sighs> It's crazy. Uh, <laughs> sometimes I'm happy to make bogey out of it. No. We had, uh, when we were at Stream Song, our caddy was doing this. Like, we would get on the tee box, and he's like, now this, guys, this is a birdie hole. And I'm like, yeah, I, like, I just doubled the last three. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's a 170-yard par three. What are we talking about? <laughs> I mean, you know, and then he scared me because then we I told you guys about the one hole that was like 799 yards par five, and he's like, six is good here. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> so I got that in my head before yeah. we even step on the tee box. So I've, I played with a caddy for the first time recently, and the level of, of pressure that you feel after he tells you what you should do, yes. be like left is dead. And you hit it left, and like there's this awkward, like, hey, I told you exactly I what not to do, and you, you still did that. it, dumbass. <laughs> it's like just this really quiet walk down the fairway when he just told you, like, like he's like, just whatever you do, don't go left. There is a level of pressure for sure. Yeah. What's even worse is if they, like, don't speak very good English, and they just say, like, no right. <laughs> and then you hit uh, it up there, and you don't really know how to interact. You're I like, did this. I did this twice and Kyle did it once is that the caddy gives you the driver and it's one of the holes where everybody's set up is he's going to pump it down the fair, like 
get on down the fairway. So he's sitting like 230 out under a tree, taking a break. And I just cold top that mofo. So he's got to run the three all, all the way, all back. way back. Yes. Nate did it, and I did it. That was great. All right. Do Kyle we have on video on 18? Yeah. Do, I deleted all evidence. Do we That's have phenomenal? Is there any that we have that I have one? Is there any on the list that should be on the list that you guys can think of? I have one. If, if y'all don't have one, I've got one. You got one. Go ahead, Nate, with yours. Every time you tell somebody what you shot, you add what it could have been, and then you oh, give the explanation of all that's the things. so like, good. I shot 78, and like honestly, it should have been a 73. I had four three putts on four, cup wasn't cut right on seven, hit a you know ball mark, yeah. Or I had four three putts and still shot 78. You know, it could yeah, have been so easy. Like, you know, like, well, if I just one putted all those, I would have shot like 68. You know? <laughs> exactly. All right. Here's my favorite one. And you're going to know, you're going to know guys like this. Everybody knows guys like this. So, like, let's say it's 150 yards and you hit a nine iron and you flush it. Okay. Like you hit it like any, and they hit it like 175 yards and they, they can't stop talking about how far they hit their nine iron. Like I was playing, you know, I was on number three, and it's you know 150 yards, and I always hit nine. I hit my nine or 175 yards. I mean, what do you do? What do you do? I hit my nine. I mean, nine. Wasn't there, you know, I just yeah. I flushed it, dude. Right. Uh, it's dry. You know, normally um, when we play the white tees, uh, I'm sorry, when we play the orange tees, it's like you know 300 yards to the middle of the green. So I typically always hit three wood or driver, and then I didn't realize we were playing the white tees, and I hit it. Uh, it's 286 to the middle, and I just flew it right over the green. I mean. It, so that instead of talking about the the round, you're talking about how far you actually hit certain shots. That that is that drives me crazy. It, or be like, dude, I'm, just, I'm I'm not used to having wedge into that green. I'm just not used to it. <laughs> you know, like All right. usually I have seven iron in that green. I just don't want to play that hole with wedge in my hand. I mean, I don't know what else to do when 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 you hit a seven iron, two hundred ten yards. I mean, what do you do? Yeah, like, what I mean, am I supposed? To, you know, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, that's that. You know what I'm. Th- you know what I'm talking about. When Next time, hit your eight iron. How about that? But, um, mine is mine. My one of my irks, one of my douchey moves, and it, it's okay if somebody asks for it, but the volunteer coaches. When oh. you have hit a couple of bad shots, have you tried doing this and doing that? And, do, and I'm like, I'm beating your ass by four strokes. Why don't you just shut up and get in the cart? Like yeah, that. I used to have that problem too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it starts off and I used to have that problem, that's the we, best. We had a guy in college that we played with, and we literally referred to him as coach. Like that's what we called it, not to his face, but we called him that to we called him that I'm all the time. We called him we called him coach because every single time we hit a ball, even if you hit a good shot, he's like, I mean, I saw what you did there. You're doing this. And I'm like, I don't I used need to do your that. feedback. I used to do that. This is what so, I did. And this is this is what I kind of discovered. Um, <laughs> like, oh my! So yeah, the volunteer coaches. You're like, they've been nailing it. Yeah, there's been times where Kyle has said, "Am I lined up right?" And so then you you're like, "Nah, you, you looks like you're lined up to the right, so you need to move over." But like for me to walk up to Kyle, like I'm up at the cart, not even paying attention. He look, I've pushes. look, I've sat he, through this for three holes. I've really been he, thinking about this. I need to tell yeah. you. He pushes it. Kyle pushes it right, and all I do is walk up. I'm like, you know, have you tried aiming left? Like, yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it looks Look, like it'd work out better. It looks like your gri- grip. Oh, yeah. I, I've been thinking about this for three holes. It looks like your grip's just a You're little shuffling bit shuffling your feet. Your, gri- your grip. I struggled weak. with this. I struggled your- with the flips. Uh, I think you need to turn your left hip a little bit harder. 
here's you know, the Nate, highest you know, level Nate, of that. Nate and I, Nate and I come over the top quite a bit because we had a natural fade. You should probably quit coming over the top. Like I can tell you're coming over the top a little bit. <laughs> the highest level of this is be like, dude, try my driver. I've got it cranked so far on draw. Like you cannot slice this thing, and then you immediately just rip it ninety yards right. And go, okay, yeah, well, something else is going on with your swing, man. Dude, your swing's effed up, man. <laughs> So I've got three wraps of tape under this grip. It's impossible to hit this thing. Like yeah. yeah, you can. The lead tape on the Oh, man. That's so good. Every bit of that is so good. Uh, <laughs> it's gosh. true, though. We've seen so all true. those guys. Yeah. So, ha- look. We've been those guys. Fucking um, hammered. I hope you've, I hope you've taken, taken notes. And you're learning. This is this is a very educational episode. Yes. I, yeah. I feel like we're trying to make you be fr- help help with your friendship, help with uh, your golf etiquette, your your non douchiness. Um, and one other thing, we want to help you with is hydration. I mean, oh. it's it's a big deal. Hydration is a big deal, and the one way to achieve that, the best way to achieve that, is with Liquid IV. Uh, I mean, guys, they have this brand new FDA approved cellular transport technology system inside that you can put inside your water i mean you literally order you some apple pie pina colada whatever you rip the top off you pour it in a glass of water and it gets you right back in the game more hydrated than like three or four bottles of water in one it's it's amazing flavors are great it's very inexpensive use coupon code dad bod uh i think it's dad bod golf pod you take 25 percent off and free shipping 25% 25% off and free shipping. Yep. Get it subscription. Get it coming monthly and, and just stay hydrated year round. I mean, there's a regular that is buying these things and they are getting, it looks like $500 worth of stuff. And they keep amazing. sending me pictures every single time. They're like, I saved using your code. They love it. They love it. Uh, you can go to Walmart and get it, or you can order it online and save 25%. Like, there's really no reason to pay full price. Walmart. Use our coupon code, Dad Bod Golf Pod, save 25% free shipping. Uh, and stay hydrated. Rehydration is important. Just ask Nate. He just had that cubby of quail that he just released a while ago, and so he's going to need it here momentarily. <laughs> that, was a jalap- that was like a jalapeno eruption. <laughs> Pound the liquid IV, Nate. Liquid hot check. magma. <laughs> yeah, it was, was liquid hot. All right, let's move on really quick. Close the show out. Great show, Nate. Great list. Uh, I, I Again, it was, it was totally spot on. So y'all have a great rest of the week. We'll talk back on Friday. Uh, there's supposed to be a super secret PGA Tour player only meeting talking about live. So maybe there's some stuff that's going to leak out about it. We'll We're going to talk about Tiger's outfit, which was like super like dad Ben would wear to like PTA. <laughs> no, I would not. I would and not. How get... he looked walking to that truck was. Kyle, you've through. worn that to Wednesday night church before. There's no doubt about it. No doubt about it. I have Plaid, not. Plaid button down. No, it's it's a staple. Staple of the church? dad. No. Was, was that? Yep. But anyway, we'll talk about that on Friday. Y'all have a great rest of the week. Uh, dad by golf pot. No ways. No ways. Broken. Broken. You've been listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Always stroken. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.